Welcome home to Women of Riot, a podcast where we'll set our past to light, blow up societal barriers and riot for the changes we are making within. I'm Holly Wilde, by name and by nature. Raised in a cult before becoming a police officer, I've had my fair share of authority. Now, my mission is to help women spark their own inner authority and self-confidence while burning self-abandonment to the ground. Welcome back, beautiful woman. Here we are another week. Today, we're going to be talking about the emotional solar plexus. So please take a look at your body graph chart first before we dive into it. And we need to know if your emotional solar plexus um, center is defined, which will mean it's colored in, or is it undefined, which will mean it's white. Now, when you're looking at your body graph chart, it is the triangle on the far right of the body graph chart. So it is the furthest to the right. It's a triangle and the point of the triangle is facing the middle of the body graph chart. So that's the first thing. The second thing (laughs) Oh my God, what a weekend. On Friday, my little two-year-old daughter, bless her cotton socks, she is just such a little go-getter and I love that in her. But she was, she climbed up onto a chair and she was trying to get a hold of some pens off my office desk and she knows she's not allowed to get them because she can draw on things that she's not meant to draw on. And she fell off the chair and put her left hand down on the ground to try to stop her fall and ended up breaking her arm. It was one of those fluke freak, just crazy little accident things. And oh, my heart just broke. So we've been navigating that. She has a broken arm. That was Friday. Today's Sunday. And oh my goodness, when you're a parent, you just want to take every bit of pain and sadness away from your children. So yeah, that has um, been not fun, not fun at all. And I just want to make her feel better all the time. She's a trooper. I tell you what, kids are so freaking resilient. That is something that I'm becoming more and more aware of since being a mom. They just adapt. And you'd almost think that she never had her left arm, the way that she's just adapted to doing everything with her right arm now. It's crazy. And she doesn't complain. Like she, uh, it blows my mind. Kids are just incredible. They're so adaptable. They just get on and get whatever needs to be done, done. Like it blows my mind. And I'm definitely taking some life lessons from my daughter. She's just incredible. And now to top it all off, I have my period, which is a normal thing for a woman. We get our period every month, you know, it's totally normal, but oh my God, guys, today, sore belly, so tired, not sleeping well. (laughs) It just feels like it's all at once. Hey, I'm just, I'm very, very tired. And I just want to get a hot water bottle and put it on my belly and also on my lower back. I'm not always like that with my period. I think it's been compounded because I'm not getting much sleep the last couple of nights, but yeah, I just feel like tonight I want to get in my warm pajamas. I want to curl up on the couch with like a hot water bottle and I'll alternate it between my lower back and my belly. And, you know, just, I feel like comfort things. But first of all, I actually want to talk about this topic with you because it is so fascinating. The emotional solar plexus impacts us all. It it really does. And I just want to dive into it. So as always, because this is not the first time I've gone through centers here on this podcast, I'm going to tell you what you know, what the emotional solar plexus is being defined, and then I'll go through it undefined. And I'm going to give you a couple of tips as well on how to navigate whether yours is defined or undefined. So let's just freaking dive in and stop complaining about me having my period and having a sore back and a sore tummy. 
So the emotional solar plexus. If yours is defined, we're going to start with this, guys. So the high expression, because remember, every single center can play out in our lives in a higher expression or in a lower expression. Now, it doesn't mean that we're trying to avoid the lower expression. It just means that we can ebb and flow between being in a higher expression or a lower expression throughout the day, throughout the weeks, throughout the months, throughout our lifetimes. Like It is completely unrealistic and should not be the goal to just live in the highest expression all the time. But obviously things flow better in life when we do. So the high expression of your emotional solar plexus center being defined is when you allow the full spectrum of human emotions to come and to go without needing to add great meaning to them. So you can enter emotional wisdom and depth and your perspective on things is gained through waiting out your emotional wave. So that is a high expression of the defined emotional solar plexus. Now, let me explain to you what the lower expression of that would look like. So the lower expression of a defined solar plexus is in bypassing the human experience and it's stunting your emotional process by making really fucking impulsive decisions all the time. I have lived from this a big chunk of my life. So I have the defined emotional solar plexus. Side note, if yours is defined, if yours is colored in, that is your inner authority as well, which means that we are the type that needs to not, I hate using the word need. It is advised to kind of sleep on big decisions, to give ourselves even, you know, a, a day or two or whatever it may be on big decisions, because we have emotional waves. We can get to the high of emotional wave and we can get to a low of an emotional wave. And if we make decisions on either the high or the low, it may not be the best decision for us. No, not with everyday little decisions. We don't need to sleep on things. That's crazy. If you want to have Mexican for dinner, you go and damn well have Mexican for dinner. I'm just talking about big decisions. So my emotional solar plexus is defined. It is my inner authority, but I 100% have lived from a lower expression many times in my life by making really fucking impulsive decisions. I definitely have done that. I have jumped in on things on a high. And that is quite common with a defined emotional solar plexus. We can get so excited by things and get, you know, jump into things on the high, on the, the high of the emotional wave, only to then when it goes into the low, we want to quickly get out of them as well. So the tip is to wait out our emotional wave, but let's get more into the actual center. So I want to get a little bit more in depth into some of the high expressions and some of the lower expressions. So if your solar plexus is defined, again, some of the higher expressions are having incredible depth in your ability to understand the nature of things. You're also able to like feel feelings <laughs> in a healthy way. You, you can, you're in touch with your feelings. You're in touch with how you feel about things. You can be comfortable riding the wave. So your emotional wave waiting for that clarity, you're not allowing impatience to, you know, make you jump into things um, or rob you of a full emotional experience. You're not trying to bypass that. You can have a lot of wisdom around your emotions and depth and perspective is gained through waiting. Again, it's it's about waiting out the emotional wave. You also don't pressure others to actually understand their emotions because, you know, th- there's got to be space there for people to be able to feel 
for everyone to be able to feel things and not necessarily have to understand. Now, some of the lower expressions are, again, making really impulsive decisions. You react also to emotions in the moment, which can send chaos out into your world, into your environment, into your social network or whatever it may be. You can really regret blowing up when you're upset as well, because, you know, if we're if we're on those emotional waves, we can really blow up when we're upset. This is a big thing of a low expression. We can also make a habit of stuffing our feelings. That's another one. It's almost like you're too scared to allow your emotions to be and you, you just shove them down. Now, I've just realized that at the beginning, I didn't actually go through some of the basic characteristics of the um, emotional solar plexus. So take out of it for a second, whether yours is defined or undefined. Let's just go through some of those basic characteristics first. So the emotional solar plexus is like an engine and it drives you either towards or away from emotional experiences. So like passion, pain, desire. It also drives you again, it's either away from or toward connection with other people. It's also an an awareness center So it's considered a motor center and also an awareness center. And it invites you into connection with source or spirit, whatever word you want to use, to um, self-awareness via our sensitivity towards emotional intelligence. So there's there's a theme here. It's very much about the emotions and emotional intelligence. Now, as far as percentages of it being defined and undefined, it's pretty split equally, pretty close. So about around 53% of the population have it defined, so have it colored in, whereas about 47% of the population actually has it undefined, so not colored in. So that's just something to be aware of as well. Now, I do have a couple of tips that I want to say for people that have their emotional solar plexus defined, and that is learning to write out your emotional wave without trying to influence or control it will be a great lesson for you. This is a great personal lesson for me. So it's not about searching for the highs or avoiding the lows. You're here to experience all spectrums of the emotional wave and to come to a place of feeling neutral before making a big decision. Please be aware though, you may never come to 100% clarity. If you feel around 70% sure in a decision and you're in a neutral space emotionally, then it's likely the right response for you. So please be aware of this. Because your emotional solar plexus, wow, words, Holly, is defined in this instance, again, it's your inner authority, which means you're advised to wait out your emotional wave before making big decisions and coming to a place of clarity. Just remember though, as I said, it doesn't mean you're going to feel 100% on a decision. You may only feel like 60, 70% on whatever decision it may be. You may feel like, yeah, 70%, it's a yes. Then it's a yes. You may feel like 60%, it's a no. Then it's a no. Like you'll know, you'll, you'll feel neutral. You won't feel nervousness in your body when you're at a place of being neutral. Also, learning to cultivate patience with yourself and your decision-making process is going to be so highly beneficial for you, having that little bit of patience with yourself. You may also have a history of jumping in on things when you're on the high, as I said earlier, only to jump straight out when you're on the low of the emotional wave. 
So learning to really lean into your inner authority and waiting for that neutral place of clarity is going to help you to avoid this. Remember, clarity is simply not having an emotional charge anymore. So you won't feel that emotional charge. Again, it doesn't mean you have 100% clarity. Now, I could say so much more on this. I have a lot more tips than that, but I'm, I don't want this to get too long. So let's just go straight to the undefined solar plexus. So let's talk about some of the high expressions. Actually, no, 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 no. I'll do what I did before with the defined one. Let me explain to you what is the high and what is the low in just like a couple of sentences. So the high, um, living in a high expression of your undefined solar plexus is when you're confident in facing confrontational and emotionally charged situations without taking on the emotional energy of others and carrying it as your own. So you don't avoid emotions. You're able to tune into and guide others in their experience. So I want to make that clear. You are confident in facing confrontational and emotionally charged situations. But again, you don't take on the emotional energy of others and carry it as your own. Because this is going to make more sense as I get through um, more about the undefined solar plexus. The low expression though is when you avoid emotions and feelings altogether, whether that's your own emotions or someone else's, you just avoid them or you take on the emotions of others and you feel them deeply as if they're your own to hold and to feel. So you can be on either ends of the spectrum there on the lower expression. So when you just avoid all emotions and feelings, whether it's someone else or yourself, you just like, don't go there. Don't let you feel your, you don't let yourself feel anything. You also don't let other people feel anything. Or you take on everyone's emotions around you and you feel them so deeply as if they're your own. And then you just hold on to them and you, you like carry them with you, which is obviously not healthy at all. So let's talk about the high expressions. So some of the strengths of the undefined solar plexus. All right. So when you're experiencing emotions and you have discernment, when you can detach that every emotion isn't yours, you can become the compassionate and boundaried witness and guide. So again, you're having discernment. You can experience emotions, but you can also detach when an emotion isn't yours to carry. You also allow yourself again to feel the full spectrum of human emotions. Also of things like romance, excitement, passion, sexual energy. If it's other people's emotions, you can be very wise about other people's emotional experiences. This is why you can make a great guide of someone else's emotions when your solar plexus is undefined. You also can have self-trust. So you use your strategy and authority to know when to confront and when to step away from situations. Because here's the thing, if your emotional solar plexus is undefined, it's not your inner authority. Therefore, you have a different inner authority. So you can use your strategy and your inner authority to know when to confront and when to step away from situations because there's wisdom in there because that's the thing. Sometimes you do have to stay and confront and to, to feel safe in confronting something. Other times it's about having the wisdom to know to step away and maybe you come back to the conversation after. That can be very common in intimate relationships. If a discussion is getting too heated and it's to the point where it's like, okay, we need to step away. It's about having that wisdom to know when to step away and when to come back to the conversation. 
Another high expression is when you have self-awareness. So you're aware of your emotional needs and health and you advocate for them. You, you don't shy away from that. Some of the lower expressions, again, is avoiding emotional connections. So just feeling like, what's the point? It's not going to work anyway. Maybe you're really afraid of rejection. Maybe you're avoiding dreaming. That's a big one. Fear of being disappointed. So you just avoid dreaming. There can be a lot of avoidance. So avoiding confrontation at all costs, avoiding, you know, feeling emotions at all costs, just continual avoidance is a big one. So I want to give you some tips. These are my own tips for someone with an undefined emotional solar plexus. It's going to be really important to set boundaries so that you don't take on others' emotions too much. For example, knowing when to leave a room. If something's getting too much, trusting yourself to know, okay, I need to walk away from this. This is not me having fear of confrontation. This is me needing to step away because there's a difference. And you know, you know in your gut, if you're just being fearful of confrontation, fear of, you know, what people may think of you, you, you're um, stepping into those people-pleasing shoes, you know the difference when you're doing that or when it's like, no, I need to step away. I'm taking on too much now. It's also important to spend time alone every day so that you can release the emotions of others that you have picked up. Now, I want to make this clear. If your emotional solar plexus is undefined, you will pick up other people's emotions throughout the day. The key is, because this is the thing, if it's undefined, you feel things deeply. You guys are the true empaths of the world. And that's not to say that if yours is defined, that you're not empathic. Mine's defined. I definitely am empathic. But the true, true, like the real empaths of the world are those that have it undefined. Because when it is undefined, you take on and absorb whatever the energy of that particular center is from other people. So, your, if you have the undefined emotional solar plexus, you are taking on the emotions of other people and amplifying it. It's what you are doing. So it is so important, again, to spend time alone every day and release those emotions because you need to filter out, is this emotion mine or have I picked this up from someone else? And often what actually happens is you can take on the emotions of someone else and feel them even stronger than the person that had the original emotion. So someone can vent to you. Let's say they have a defined emotional solar plexus, for example, and this person is venting to you about something and they're angry. They're so fucking pissed off about something and they're venting to you. You can actually take on that emotion and feel it even stronger than the person who vented to you. And then they may feel fine and go away and carry on with their day and feel completely fine. But you may hold on to that all day long and feel it even stronger and be even angrier for that person than what they actually felt originally. So make sure you spend time alone every day and release those emotions. Have some nervous system regulation tools, some emotional nervous system regulation tools. So movement, listening to music, breath work can be connecting to a safe person. Maybe there's someone in your life that you just connect to that feels really safe to you that helps to regulate your nervous system. It's very, very important for this. You will have likely lived with the habit of avoiding confrontation and not wanting to go there. And I've got there in inverted commas because you don't want to upset people. But my advice is to just start small and start honoring your truth too, instead of full avoidance, as that way you can learn to become, again, the compassionate, 
and the boundary witness and guide. You have boundaries. Yes, you're still compassionate. You can still guide people in their emotions, but you have to honor your truth instead of full avoidance. When you have something, this is really important, when you have something that really needs to be spoken about, especially in intimate and close relationships, it is so important to speak it rather than avoiding it completely. It's also important that you don't water your message down to avoid an argument and actually speak what is on your heart. This is huge with undefined emotional solar plexus. You don't want to be watering down your message purely because you don't want to rock the boat. You don't want to argue. So you just water down what you actually want to say. This is not healthy for you. This is living from a lower expression. And this is not to shame any of these lowest expressions. It's not to shame. As I've said earlier, I have been the one that has lived making very impulsive decisions, often not the right decisions for me. But it's about learning about ourselves. It's about having self-awareness, being compassionate and and saying to ourselves, it's okay. I did the best that I could with the information that I knew. I didn't know that this is how I could live. There's a better way for me to live. Now we know. And this is where we can start working on things. It's about not having those people-pleasing tendencies when you have an undefined emotional solar plexus. Maybe you have lived a lifetime of wading through and picking up on the emotions of others. So I'm telling you, this is your time to no longer communicate in a way that gets people to like you. Instead, speak how you authentically speak. Speak what is authentic to you, regardless of how others are going to receive it. Please don't speak. Please don't communicate in a way just to get people to like you. That's not healthy. That's not going to do you any good. And remember, there can be a theme of avoidance when you're out of alignment, feeling like it's just not worth it. What's the point? We're just going to avoid. You don't want to be avoiding emotional connections, emotional, you know, any feelings, any emotions that come your way. That's not going to be healthy for you at all. Remember, the high expression is when you're confident in facing confrontational and emotionally charged situations without taking on the emotional energy of others and carrying it as your own. You don't avoid emotions and you're able to tune into and guide others in their experience. Wow. There's obviously so much more I could say. I love the centers. They are so rich in self-awareness. They're so rich in understanding and yeah, like they fascinate me. They're my latest kind of obsession in the human design world. I'm sure it'll be replaced by something else in the human design world at some point, but right now it's the centers just because they've been really helpful for me in my own life. Again, in that self-awareness and understanding and self-compassion. I think that's really, really important. God, did you guys just hear that car? Some dork, like I can see the window. I'm in the front room. I can look out and see the road. Some dork just like took that corner real crazy. What a goofball. Anyway, as I said, I could say so much more, but I'm going to leave it here. This is enough to kind of dip your toes in and have a bit of understanding about yourself, whether yours is defined or undefined. Again, it's not about, you know, trying to just live from the high expression all the time because that is unrealistic and we are human. We're going to have our ups and downs and that can happen within an hour. (laughs) You can literally go from low to high to low. Like that's normal. 
So it's not about, again, bypassing the human experience. It's about being here, being embodied, living as a human and having self-compassion and self-awareness for sure. So I hope you definitely got something out. Well, I hope. I know you'll definitely get something out of this episode, whether you're defined or undefined. And yeah, if this really helped you, please share it with a friend just because I just think that the more that we understand ourselves, the more that we can, I don't know, live free, live a radically connected life, like radically connected to ourselves and to our own intuition, to our own inner knowing. And that just makes the world a better place. So definitely share this with a friend or a loved one if this has helped you in any way. And please share it to your socials and tag me so that I can interact with you because I love doing that. I absolutely love connecting with you guys on Instagram. Anyway. Have a great week. I'm going to go get myself a hot water bottle (laughs) and a cup of tea and just, you know, I'm going to allow myself to feel sorry for myself for five minutes and then I'm going to snap out of it and, yeah, no, however long I need to. It's just period stuff. We all know what that's like. (laughs) Anyway, have an awesome day. Enough of my sob story. Actually, my daughter will be home soon and I can't wait to give her a hug. Oh, my God. She's just so precious with her little arm, little darling, so resilient. Anyway, I'm jibber-jabbering. Have an awesome week, guys, and I will speak to you next week, beautiful woman. Bye. Thank you so much for being here and for sharing this time with me. I'm seriously honored to have you listening. If this podcast has helped you in any way, please be sure to share it to your socials and tag me so that I can get to know you. Also, if you leave a review, that would be amazing so that more people will get to hear our message of lighting a match to our past and rebuilding ourselves as strong, confident, take no fucks kind of women. I see you, Queen, and have an amazing week.